Chapter 5 of St. Bonaventure's Life of Our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ by St. Bonaventure. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 5 St. Joseph thinks of dismissing the Blessed Virgin, and God suffers his beloved to be afflicted. When our Blessed Lady and her spouse had been some time at home, and Jesus had visibly grown in his mother's womb, St. Joseph could not but perceive the pregnancy of this heavenly parent, which, with the consciousness of his own purity, stung his soul to the quick with immoderate grief. If it should seem strange to you that Christ would have his mother espoused, notwithstanding she was to remain always a virgin, there are three very natural reasons to be assigned. First, that her pregnancy might not subject her to infamy. Secondly, that the care and company of a man might guard her from insults. Thirdly, that the veil of marriage might elude the devil's inquiry into the mystery of the Incarnation. Joseph frequently observed his spouse, but never without grief and confusion, nor could he help manifesting his concern in the disturbance of his countenance, often turning his eyes from her as from a criminal whom he suspected of adultery. Hence, learn how God permits those whom he loves to be afflicted in this life, and how he prepares them for the crown of glory by means of temptation. However, Amidst his concern, he did not lose sight of moderation, but was contriving how to dismiss her privately without hurt to her person or reputation. Here it may be truly said that his praise is in the gospel. It is there said that he was a just man, and great indeed does his virtue appear on this occasion, for though commonly speaking, the greatest provocation a man has to shame, grief, and excess of madness is the infidelity of his wife. Yet he knew so well how to moderate his passion by virtue that he would not so much as accuse a wife whom he thought guilty, but chose patiently to stifle the injury, and rather to conquer by goodness than overcome by revenge. And being too just, not to desire to separate from a criminal, he was likewise too merciful not to spare the reputation of one who was to be pitied, if frail. Nor was our blessed lady without her share of tribulation. She could not but observe his disturbance, and could not but be disturbed with it herself. Nevertheless, she humbly kept peace and concealed the gift of God, rather choosing to be reputed a sinner than to reveal the divine secret, and say that of herself which might be discredited as an empty boast, contrived to palliate a real offence. All her recourse was to God, beseeching him to apply his healing balm of comfort to the troubled souls of herself and spouse. Hence gather what inexpressible grief and anxiety these two blessed personages were in. But the same Lord who wisely permitted them to be tried, 
mercifully relieved them both in time of need sending an angel to joseph in a dream to inform him that his spouse had conceived by virtue of the holy ghost and that he should lay aside all thoughts of leaving her and ordering him to distrust her no more but to remain with her in all love peace and alacrity thus their disquiet ceasing a sovereign consolation took place in their breasts and the same would happen to us if we knew how to arm ourselves with patience in the day of trial for it is a never-failing effect of the divine bounty to calm the breasts of such as behave with courage in the tempest of affliction nor ought we in the least to doubt it for he is too tender of his elect to suffer them to undergo the least tribulation that does not tend to their advantage st joseph after this inquired modestly into the particulars of this miraculous conception which the humble virgin faithfully related to him and he remained thenceforward with his blessed spouse with the utmost joy and content thus both jointly rejoiced in their common poverty he taking the tenderest care of her and cherishing her with chaste affection and she honouring him with modest confidence and spotless love in the meantime jesus remained enclosed in his mother's womb like other children during the space of nine months patiently and benignly waiting the due time reflect then and compassionate him who for your sake reduced himself to such an abject state of humiliation how carefully then ought we to study to secure to ourselves the possession of this amiable virtue and how little does it become us to follow our ambition and to swell with the vain desire of reputation and fame when the lord of majesty condescended to stoop to so humble a state can we ever make a sufficient acknowledgment to him for this second proof he gives us in this tedious imprisonment of the excess of his love for us at least let us make him a cordial acknowledgment of it and with the utmost fervour of our hearts return him thanks for having chosen us from among the rest of christians to make him the slender retribution of retreating from the vanities of the world to attend to his service it is true we owe it wholly to the gift of his divine grace not to any merit of ours and yet he is pleased to look upon it as highly acceptable and grateful nor ought a christian's retreat to be deemed a punishment but a safeguard for being safely placed within our pious retirement the empoisoned darts or tempestuous waves of this profligate world in vain attempt to reach us unless we rashly expose ourselves to them let us then with all our power and with the greatest purity of heart endeavour to enjoy the blessing by locking up our thoughts and abstracting our minds from all that is transitory for it will little avail for the body to be separated from worldly commerce if the mind or heart remain attached to it learn likewise to compassionate our lord jesus for this 
that from the moment of his conception to that of his death his sufferings were continual as he knew that his divine father whom he infinitely loved was and would be dishonored and the meanest of his creatures preferred to him and inasmuch as he saw those unhappy souls who were created to his own likeness and whom he compassionately loved miserably and almost universally plunge themselves into their own damnation and his affliction and torture were so much greater than his bodily sufferings as they were the cause of them for the latter he submitted to purely to remove the former what plentiful and rich provisions of spiritual food are here laid before you for contemplation taste them then and if you wish to relish perfectly their sweetness partake of them with frequency diligence and devotion end of chapter five